You're listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing, the podcast about podcasting. On this show, we talk about how to turn your passion into a podcast that can earn money, fill up your sales funnel, and help you gain super duper confidence along the way. I'm your host, Emily Milling, podcaster, marketer, producer, and lover of all things podcasting. Welcome to another episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. I am your host and your podcast coach and producer. Yeah, I'm your podcast coach now. I'm Emily Milling, and I'm here today to talk to you about setting podcast goals for 2021. Why? Because it's almost the end of the year. Like, it's kind of unreal. It's almost the end of 2020. We get to say goodbye to the clusterfuck that was this year and do something much better with 2021. So I got a question for you. Did your podcast actually work for you in 2020? Because I know you're investing a lot into your podcast, whether it's time or money or energy, you're putting an ambitious effort into the content you're creating. So now it's time to look at some key areas where your podcast is doing well, where it's not meeting your expectations and what you can do to get to the next level with your podcast. Before I jump into the content today, I want to take a second to share a super sweet listener review from M. Houston CPA, who said, I love these podcast tips. Emily is my go-to for all podcast info. I love this podcast with her tips and tricks. She talks about things I never thought of, which makes me a much better podcaster. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for this review. It's always my goal to make sure that I'm sharing tips with you that can help you look at podcasting from completely different perspectives so that you can find new ways to grow and expand your reach. And I would love to hear from you, dear listener, more more from you. What's helping you? What do you want to hear more of? Head on over to Apple Podcasts. I've got a link to that in the show notes here and leave me a review and I might just read it out on an upcoming episode of Ultimate Podcast Marketing. So what does success look like to you? It's important for you to define what next level means. Is it generating revenue that you can measure? Is it growing your community? Is it bringing in new leads? Everyone's going to have a totally different goal because we're on completely different journeys. And whatever your goal is, that is okay. I'm going to take you through an activity today to figure out what that plan is and what the journey is. So it's time to get out your pen and paper and you're going to follow the prompts that I'm going to share with you to reflect on your podcast performance in 2020. There is a whole blog post you can follow along with to refer back to as I'm going through all of these different prompts that might also help you to generate some additional ideas for these exercises. So the very first thing we're going to look at are the wins. What was really amazing for your podcast in 2020? So at the top of your page, write out a list of wins for the year. What went really, really well? And what are the things there that you want to continue? What made a difference in your content, in your business, in your confidence? List anything here that you would consider a step up from last year and honestly, if launching your podcast happened in 2020, you better be writing that down at the top of the page because that is a huge accomplishment. Now I want you to draw some vertical lines below that to make three columns on the page. Column one should be, could be better. Column two should be challenges. And then column three is going to be next step. So under the could be better column, what you're going to do is write down the things you wish had gone better. There's always different things we learn after actually implementing all of our plans, right? So maybe consistency was hard for you this year. Maybe it was figuring out how to engage your audience better. Maybe you want more downloads for each episode, or maybe you want better quality audio. Anything like that belongs here. So take a minute, 
press pause on this episode if you want to do that. Write down the things that you're like, yeah, you know what? This is bugging me and I really want to make an effort to change this for 2021. In the next column, write down challenges. What do you think is holding you back from fixing the things you wish had gone better in 2020? And here I'm going to offer that some of these challenges could be straight up mental blocks, especially on the tech side. When things are unknown, we tend to avoid them at all costs, and they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger in our heads. So a great example of this is my students in Podcast Rocket. In the first round of Podcast Rocket, I noticed that a lot of people were really struggling when it came to actually setting up their microphones and getting ready to hit record. They were totally fine with the first part of the program, which takes them through the strategy and choosing everything. But once that microphone arrived in the mail and they had to plug it in and figure out how to record themselves, everything stopped short. So I changed it up in the second round. What I did was I asked everybody to come prepared to the group sessions with their microphones plugged in, with their tech setups all ready to go. And the result of that was that they were able to act record all of their episodes that week instead of putting it off to the next week and the next week. And they felt excited about it. And I could tell, honestly, I could tell everyone was really nervous about it in the first week. And of course, that's true because like, again, it's something brand new, something they hadn't ventured into before. And like, there's all these different things. Like, why are there so many buttons in GarageBand and Audacity? It's, it's very overwhelming, but once you start practicing it and once you have, you know, someone like me who's showing you the way to help you see that it's really, you only need to worry about these one or two buttons, it's so much easier. And that really breaks down those blocks. So maybe there's something like that that's holding you back from having better quality audio, interviewing your guests, something like that. If the challenge is on the revenue side, it may come down to developing better tracking systems to really nail down where your leads are coming from. So in this challenges area, again, write down anything that's blocking you from achieving your goals. That's what belongs here. Okay, now we're going to move into the next column, which I'm calling next steps. So beside each of these challenges, I want you to write down one step towards a solution. So if it's tech, is there a tutorial on my website that can help you? Probably. I have a zillion of them. If it's reach, is there a potential guest you could interview? If it's leads, are you actually putting out proper calls to action in the content of your podcast? You know, asking them to book a discovery call with you or recording separate promos. Keep it at one step for now because I don't want this to feel super duper overwhelming. But this is just to give you sort of an overview, an outline of simple things that can be done to put you on the path to that success that you're looking for with your podcast. Now take a second to reflect, look at the list in column one and choose a few items that are affecting your success the most. So maybe you're spending too much time researching your topics, not enough time figuring out which questions make sense in your interviews and be really picky here. Choose some items that you really want to see a major shift in for 2021, things that will have a positive impact on your business or career if they were addressed with a plan. It's important to not choose all of them. I am incredibly guilty of doing that. Um, I am probably the biggest culprit of that because I have ADHD brain and I'm like, oh, well, I could literally do all of it in one day. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I wish I could. Honestly, I really, truly do. And sometimes I have a heck of a lot of energy and I'm able to accomplish a lot in one day. But the thing is, the more you add in, the less you're able to dedicate proper energy and time commitment to. So it's not going to turn out as well as you had hoped. So 
in picking one or two really, really important things that are actually going to make a difference in your business, your career, whatever it is, when you're picking just a couple of things, it makes it a lot easier to really put that focus in and really make an impact in those areas. So now I'm going to go through a few of the most common things that my clients identify as areas that they want to improve for 2021. And if you hear some of your own challenges in here, note down some of the solutions for the next part of this activity. So the first one for sure is revenue and leads. This is a pretty tough metric to track without having proper tracking in place. Tracking. That's what it is. It tracks. But it is possible to do this. There are a few variables here, though, that you need to consider. So if you're promoting a high ticket service like copywriting packages, you might find it tougher to assign the sale to your podcast directly because the podcast is acting more as a funnel and a touch point to draw people into your circle. So to track this, you're really going to have to ask people if they heard about you from your podcast and then how they decided to hire you. So moving through the funnel, where did they find you? How did the podcast play into that? Maybe the podcast wasn't how they found you, but it was the thing that influenced their decision to hire you, right? If you're promoting specific offers, let's say you have a low ticket offer or like a mini course you're selling for 37 bucks, you could set up tracking with Google Analytics to see what the referral source was. So if it's coming from Apple Podcasts or if it's coming from Stitcher, you're going to see that in the referral source in Google Analytics. Or you can give your podcast listeners a promo code to use at checkout if you want a way easier method of tracking. And then you'll just know, okay, this promo code podcaster10 gave me all of these signups for my low ticket offer. Perfect. Great. Leads converted. Getting further into the analytics is going to be essential if you really want to get a clear picture of how your podcast is contributing to your revenue. And if you're really serious about making this a goal for your podcast in 2021, you're going to have to set up a tracking system that can clearly identify whether or not leads are coming from your podcast. And without that, It's just sort of throwing it up in the air. And again, you know, putting effort into something that may or may not actually be working for you. I know you might not necessarily want to look at all the numbers all the time because it's like, oh, it's another thing to do, but do this on a monthly basis, a quarterly basis even. And maybe you're going to start to see some trends here. What's actually helping? What are the topics people are resonating with the most? What has the most downloads? And of those episodes, which ones actually sent me new leads to download my products or whatever it happens to be. Okay, so the next thing I want to talk about is community and reach. If number of downloads is high on your priority list, this is the section that you need to pay attention to. First, I will say, on average, you could probably expect 40 to 50 downloads per episode if you're new to the game. But I do want to caution you, be careful with benchmarking against other podcasters because you don't know what their goals are. You don't know what their audience is like, what their email list is like, whatever. Like you could have a completely different situation. And really what the downloads comes down to is getting down with downtown. No. (laughs) And really what the number of downloads comes down to is your own specific situation, right? So if you have 600 followers on Instagram and 40 people on your email list and you only promote the podcast on Instagram, how many people are actually going to listen versus if you're sending an email every week to your email list, like, hey, there is a new episode, go download it. Who's going to be more engaged? Like it's all totally different, right? You need to establish this for yourself first. 
I'll also throw in here that it's important to identify why higher download numbers are important to you. So me personally, I feel like at the core of it, I just want to prove to myself that I can reach thousands and thousands and thousands of people. But if thousands of people aren't working with me, am I creating content that's actually going to be helpful to the people that I'm working with or that I want to work with, right? So what's the drive behind achieving higher downloads for you? I mean, you know, it's nice to see these numbers, but they're just vanity metrics, darling. That's all it really is. So once you've clearly identified why, it's much easier to identify a number to aspire to and then set a plan to achieve it. So let's say I want a minimum of 70 downloads per episode in the first week. First, I'm going to want to look at all of my existing marketing channels and figure out how many people I can reach and then dig a little bit deeper. How many people are actually opening my emails? How many are clicking? How many are engaging with my social media content? Next, I need to identify where my ideal listeners are hanging out, either online or in real life. Where are they asking questions that I can answer with my podcast? My pal uh, Michael Wood over at Helium Marketing once gave me some super helpful advice. He says, go to Quora, which is like a question and answer website on the interwebs, Q-U-O-R-A. I'm going to link to that in the show notes and look for questions that your podcast can answer either with existing episodes or future episodes. Then post an answer to the question with a link back to the episode that will expand on the answer. So that way, when more people go looking for the answer, your response is going to remain there for the future inquiries, more link clicks, more back to your website, more traffic. That's amazing. This is the part that does take a little bit more grunt work, and honestly, it's something I'm constantly shoving to the bottom of my to-do list, but the reality is if I'm sticking to Instagram only and just my email list, like I'm probably not doing enough to accomplish those numbers that I really want. In episode 30 of Ultimate Podcast Marketing, Kirsten Jordan, host of the Perfectly Imperfect Social Podcast, has even more suggestions for growing your community and your podcast reach via social media. That is definitely an episode to check out. She's got a lot of amazing ideas. Um, Also, her podcast, Perfectly Imperfect Social, really, really great for more outreach stuff. Okay, so now what's the plan for 2021? At this point, you've got a clear idea of what it is you want to improve on. So I want you to set a three-month goal, a six-month goal, and a 12-month goal for your podcast. Then outline tasks or steps to accomplish these goals. All right, your goals should support your overall business goals. And if you want some help to develop topics and choose guests that will help you with the content side, go back to episode 34, which outlines how to use your podcast as a content map. So make sure that your goals are smart. You've probably heard this acronym before, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-based. So for example, if you're currently getting 25 downloads per episode, set your next target at 35 and then 50 and then 70 and so on. So a three-month goal would look like 35 downloads per episode within the first week of release. That's time-based, right? Next, what you want to do is outline some tasks that will support the goals. Again, if you want more downloads, I keep harping on this. If you want more downloads, you need to engage in activities that are going to result in higher downloads, like responding to questions on Quora, sharing episodes with people individually, sending an email when each new episode drops, posting about new episodes, linking to other episodes that are relevant, etc., etc., etc. Here are some examples. Respond to at least five Quora questions a week for the next month, linking back to your podcast. Send an email every week to let people know there's a new episode out. 
post in stories twice weekly to let people know there's a new episode out. There's so many different things you can do. And this is where you could be a little bit more flexible with the planning side, because what you want to do with these supporting tasks, the things that are going to help you accomplish the goal is experiment. Because if something's not working properly, then you don't need to continue to do it. You should move on to the next thing. Everything shifts, right? Like social media is constantly shifting. The algorithms are always changing. Email is always a great piece that you own that you can always get into people's inboxes. So building up your email list is going to be really important too, especially for your podcast if you want to have higher engagement there. But again, do that experimenting and see what's working and what's not working. If it feels like this is a lot, the good news is If you have a podcast production team, a lot of these steps are already taken care of for you. So you can focus more on the strategy and developing the content that your audience actually really, really wants. If you're thinking about how the heck to set up your podcast for success in the new year, but you have no clue where to start, you can always book a one-on-one with me to talk through strategy. We'll take a look at your overall business goals and then develop a podcast strategy that is time effective for you, that uses your resources and your energy effectively. I am all about making things not take forever and not be overwhelming and not being overbearing because I feel like your podcast and your content should work for you. That's the whole point. It should be fun. It should be exciting. Yeah, we're going to pick things that have a huge impact on what you want to improve the most for 2021. So I've got a link to book a call with me in the show notes if you want to do that. Oh boy, you know what time it is. It's time to answer your podcast questions. I think my favorite part about this is that I get to pick weird music every single time I do this. That makes me sound like a hero. I am a superhero. This week's question comes from Megan Otto, the brand whisperer. She has a consulting agency. She helps female service-based biz owners become unforgettable online. And if you want a quickie with her, book your 60-minute barbecue session with her now. I'm reading this off of her Instagram profile. I I didn't I don't intend that you have a, a quickie with Megan without consent. So anyway, Megan is a really cool, cool person, and she sent along this question. Hello. So I just saw your post on Instagram about asking or sending DMs for asking questions about podcasts. So two questions, maybe two, one, two and one. I don't know. (laughs) Um, What is like the investment time wise to start a podcast? Like, what do you think? Like if somebody wants to start a podcast, what am I looking at as far as the investment to make it happen um, in the beginning? And I guess ongoing as well. And then as well, what about like the financial investment for starting a podcast? So I guess kind of those three questions. (laughs) You're welcome. I don't know. (laughs) Um, Anyways, yes, those are some questions that I have. Okay. Hope you're having an amazing day. I love that. You're welcome. I don't know. I very much appreciate your question, Megan, and thank you for sending it along. So yes, your welcome was very appropriate. I like it. Okay, so the time investment and the monetary investment when you're thinking about starting a podcast, you're going to want to spend at least one day out of your month working on content planning and recording. Um, I think you could also anticipate spending for every hour of recorded material, you'll spend two hours editing. Not that you're going to have a one hour episode. In fact, this episode's about 20 minutes long, right? So for this episode, a 20 minute episode, it's going to take you about 40 minutes to edit. So give or take however much that is. You will have to determine how much time you actually want to spend recording and getting all of your materials ready for yourself. That's really individual to everybody. What I'm learning is that 
everyone has a specific way they like to do things. And until you get over the first couple of episodes, it's going to take a lot longer. So right at the beginning, you're looking at spending much more time than you would further down the line when you're into, I don't know, episode 30 or 40, Uh, even episode 20. Heck, I don't know. Episode eight It's going to be a significantly shorter period of time once you're into the groove and you kind of understand and you have your strategy all mapped out. And I know that you're an amazing content brand strategist. So you already know all of those little pieces that you're going to want to plan in advance. Monetarily, what you will want to look at is a microphone. I would recommend grabbing the podcast classic Blue Yeti microphone. You can also get the Blue Yeti Nano or the Snowball. Those are all the same brand. There are other options available online as well for various price points. Uh, Really, the microphone just needs to be within your budget and it needs to be something that can connect to your computer properly. If it doesn't do either of those things, then just don't get that microphone. Uh, The max you want to spend on a microphone to get started is probably around $200, if that. And I've said it before so many times, since the beginning of the pandemic, the Blue Yeti microphone is going in and out of stock everywhere all the time. And people are putting it on Amazon for a super duper high price point that's far beyond the actual selling price. So make sure you're getting something that is the actual retailer suggested price, which is around, I think, $170. Other than that, you're going to spend approximately $12 to $20 a month on your podcast host. So I like to use Buzzsprout. I will include a link to Buzzsprout in the show notes because they are cool and they have a really sweet affiliate program where you get an Amazon gift card and I get an Amazon gift card and we all get Amazon gift cards. It's a really great platform. It makes it super easy to schedule and upload all of your podcast episodes as you're going along. It also makes it very, very easy to distribute your podcast to all of the different distribution channels so that you're able to say, download this podcast wherever you get your episodes. I really love Buzzsprout. Really great support. They responded to me literally today within one minute of sending in a support ticket. So there you go. They're pretty great. If you're looking to record virtual interviews with guests, you have a couple of different options. You can use free apps. There is Zoom, of course, which will make everything sound like garbled mess, and you definitely don't want to use that if at all possible. Uh, There's Zencaster, which does a pretty decent job. It's also got a free option that you can use, or you can use a super cool new app called Squadcast. And yeah, I've got another affiliate link for that. I'm definitely popping in the show notes because why not have everybody benefit from this amazing affiliate program? So what I love about Squadcast is that you can see the other person with a video. Uh, It doesn't actually record the video as of yet, but what it does do, what it does better than Zoom and than Zencaster, what I found so far is it records backups directly to your computer. So it's not relying on your Wi-Fi to record things. It's actually doing it hard to your computer, which means less glitching, less fallout, all of that stuff. That app, I think it runs around $12 a month as well. It's a really, really good investment if you do a lot of interviews and if you want it to be super profesh and clean and crisp and easy to set up. You can also see what your guest's microphone setup is like. Uh, You can see what they're plugged into. So if they have the wrong thing plugged in, you can see it and say, hey, guess what? This isn't going to sound good because you didn't plug in your headphones and everything's echoey now. Uh, It's a really great tool for that. So overall, the investment you're going to spend will be about 12 bucks for your podcast host, 
under $200 for your microphone. And then if you decide to use a virtual recording app like Squadcast, uh, around 12 bucks a month for that. If you want to do all of the recording on your own and hire a podcast editor, you can find editors anywhere between 25 bucks an hour to uh, I've heard packages in upwards of like $10,000 a month. So that really depends on you and the type of services that you really need. You can always benchmark based on my prices over at theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting to see kind of where things are at. If you need a recommendation, I know many podcast editors. I'd be happy to refer you if you have a budget in mind. When you're looking for a podcast editor, make sure that they fit your needs specifically and they are in your price range because there's no point in breaking the bank for something that's meant to help you earn more money, if you know what I mean. That's it. Again, thank you, Megan, for your question. I answered it uh, for five hours, so I hope that was helpful. And if you have a question for me, anyone else out there, please send me a voice memo either via email or on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative. And I would be happy to answer it on an upcoming episode of the Ultimate Podcast Marketing Podcast. Great. Transitioning out. And that's it. So take a look at your list, reflect on this, think about what's actually going to make an impact for your business for 2021 using your podcast to do that and set some really firm goals for yourself. Use them, chunk them down into little pieces so that you can go step by step and accomplish them. And I'm telling you, if you stick to it, it will grow and it will have a positive, great impact on your business. There's only going up from here, baby. I'll talk to you next week. Have a lovely day. Thanks for listening to Ultimate Podcast Marketing. If you enjoyed the show and found some value in it, it would mean so much to me if you left a written review and star rating on Apple Podcasts. It'll help more people like you find this show. This podcast was produced by me, Emily Milling, and edited by Laura Clark. And if you're looking for a podcast production team, look no further, darlings. We've got you covered. Head on over to theultimatecreative.com slash podcasting. You can also find us over on Instagram at the underscore ultimate creative. 